Welcome to episode 20 of the Fit for Life podcast. It's been a while. In actual fact, it's been one month if you're listening to this on the day this came out on the 13th of September. So why haven't I been doing it? I've just, just lost the um, sort of momentum for it, if I'm honest. And that sort of fits in with how my training's been over the past sort of month or so. And I'll go through that in a minute. But anyway, just wanted to get it going again. We're almost at the end of phase two. We're going to have a bit of a halfway report on how things have gone so far. Halfway through the year of me trying to be fit for life at 50. So quick reminder, if you're just listening, coming back into it, what is the Fit for Life at 50 podcast? It's my personal challenge to be as fit as I can possibly be when I turn 50 on the 27th of March, 2024. And what does that mean for me? For me, it means that I'm out there enjoying my running, I'm running strong, I'm being competitive at my running, I am enjoying daily activities, I've got the energy I need, I've got the strength I need, I've got that drive, the momentum, the motivation to do everything that I want to do. And I'm managing those aches and pains. As we get older, we all do have those aches and pains that come along, unfortunately, but I've got ways of doing that through mobility work, through your strength work, to manage those, to allow me to do all the things that I want to keep on doing. And I've got exciting challenges that, I could, that I've taken part in, I'm going to take part in, but they're things that I can just do. I don't have to specifically think, I've got a massive event coming up, I've really got to put my focus here, because I've got that general level of fitness, that general level that just allows me to go on a 10-mile hike without really worrying too much about it, having to do too much to get out there and do it, just get get my kit together and off I go. So that's really what Fit for Life at 50 means to me. So let's have a look at the halfway report. Phase one, done, finished. Phase two, that comes up on the, the 24th of September. We're nearly there, just 10 days or so, depending on when you're listening to this. So how have things gone? I think phase one is a really great, it was really good. So focused on that. Uh, we'll just go through that in a little bit there. My training was in, was on point and I felt that I put a really great base built, base in place to jump forward onto phase two. Some exciting things I had in there and to get that going. But then phase two started. It was great at the start, as I'll talk about shortly. But then it just felt like that fire that I'd lit in phase one started to dwindle. The sparks started to go out, but there was still a little bit of a spark there. And that's the important thing. That little bit of a spark was still there. And, you know, all you need is a spark to relight a fire, to restart it, to get that momentum building again. So I know that's still there. But what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get that going again? And that's something I'm going to talk about in the next episode when I talk about phase three. But hey, let's go back and look at what did I achieve in phase one? How did this first half of the challenge go? So I completed 75 hard. If you don't know what that is, have a look back at some other episodes or I'm sure you can find it online. But I think that was really the thing that made phase one work. The structure that that gave, the discipline, the self-discipline that that brought about on my training and everything else. So that's something I'm thinking about. How can I re-bring that back in again? Maybe not quite with the the strictness of it, but does that need to come back in? Potentially it does. So I built great consistency in my training, which is partly down to that 75 hard of needing to do two times 45 minutes worth of exercise per day. I was stronger, I was more mobile. Again, it was down to that training I was doing, that training seven days a week, a mixture of strength, training and mobility. I improved my 10K time from the 19th of March to just the week before I started phase one of 36.32, dropped that down to 34.39 on the 3rd of June. It's a great improvement. And again, it was having that structured training in place, that consistency of training is what brought that result around. I got my part run time down from 19.56 down to 17.03. 
in that time, which is a great, again, great pushing on. Some great experiences of going hiking and climbing in Snowdonia, which is way out of my comfort zone, but that was great. And some great training training sessions, training runs, training trips over to Penny Fan for the fan dance. So really good, really good challenges in there as well. Lots of exciting things going on. And that's another thing that I've sort of come to realise, that I need those exciting things there. There were a few challenges that came along during that time, but I dealt with them the best way I possibly could. Had that mental resilience to keep pushing through. And so, yeah, come end of phase one, there was a great base to build on. It was there, everything that, everything pretty much went on a training point of view exactly as I wanted it to. So then we came into phase two. And what happened there? So the focus, well, I'm going to talk through what my focuses were and how I did on those. So my main focus around my running was to get faster over shorter distance trying to get one of my targets for the year which was that sub five sub 16 minute 5k something i've been working to for a long time so i wanted that short speed work in but i just didn't get it going i just wasn't consistent in my training i didn't get to the speed sessions lots of other stuff going on but i think really deep down you know it just didn't excite me to enough it didn't excite me to want to go and do those short speed sessions it's never been something that i've been great at short distance i'm an endurance runner i like being out there for a long period of time so that hard work, which I'm not afraid of, but that speed in your legs, that short speed burst, it's just not there for me. And I think that's part of the reason I just don't enjoy that sort of training. I wanted to build on the strength that I built uh, built up in phase one and further improve my mobility. Again, I think it just sort of drifted away a little bit. It was, uh, I don't know whether it was not having that 75 hard discipline there or what it was, but I just didn't really enjoy my strength training again. I sort of fell out of love with it a bit. So that sort of dropped off a bit, didn't have the structure that I wanted, didn't have the self-discipline to do it. So again, something I need to look at. But then a real high was the fan dance on the 8th of July. I did it clean fatigue. Originally was doing it loaded, but just because of my training, how it had gone and just didn't get the time to do stuff. I, I dropped it down and went for clean fatigue. Um, finished second overall and first masters, which was an absolutely brilliant result. I was over the moon with that. But I think it was a bit of a double-edged sword because you know it made me realize what was missing out of my training it was that trail running hard trail running mountains hills that sort of thing stuff that that's where i became a runner was when i was doing trail running i absolutely loved it it made me a strong runner it made me be able to to really get out there and just enjoy being on the trails and i really i think i really realize now that's been something that's been missing out of my running for quite a long time and that's something that i'll be addressing in in phase three and more of that in the episode on that so I had the 8010K race three of the series, which is there as a target race. Really wanted to run sub 35, felt that, you know, the week before felt I was in great shape for it, thought I could do that. But I, I'm just guessing my training wasn't where it needed to be. I uh, had a bit of an upset stomach the week, couple of days before going into the race. And then that sort of got stomach cramps halfway through. So got to 5K, had to back the pace right off and finished in 36 12 it's not a dreadful time by any measure whatsoever it just wasn't the time that i wanted to run it wasn't the target time i wanted so really sort of came away from that quite disappointed and in the days after that felt really really low energy didn't feel very well ended up going to the doctors been to the doctors maybe three times in the last month or so which i, I just don't do it's not what i do but just trying to get to the bottom of where's this low energy come from where's this constant feeling of fatigue come from when even a eight weeks 10 weeks before that i was right on top of my game what happened what changed so that's still something that's being investigated there and then i had this free the 3000 meter track race down at afd 
I wanted to run about 9.30. I was really optimistic with that. It's a time I ran two years ago. I've not done the speed work for it. I've not really been down doing track sessions at the club, but I was in the A race. In hindsight, it was probably the wrong race, but you know, I finished in 9.58, so it's not a bad time again. It's under 10 minutes for a 3K, uh, but I ran the race pretty much after the first six to 800 meters solo off the back of the, the pack which was a bit of a lonely affair, but hey, it was good fun. I smiled the whole way around, and I think, you know what, track racing, it's just really not for me. It's not my thing. Again, we come back to that. The trail's calling me back. I didn't find a 5K race today, so I don't know where I was with that target of trying to get down to 16.30 to head me towards 16. I would say I was probably a fair way off that, but we don't know because it didn't happen. And that was a great weekend up in Snowdonia. One of my clients running Man V Mountain, she did really well, sick female. There's an opportunity for me to go up there to support her. I had a great weekend up climbing up or hiking up the ranger path on the Saturday, seeing her at the top and then running back down the Slamberis path and then getting up really super early, half three in the morning on Sunday to get up to the top of the Snowden for the sunrise, which was a great experience. Really good. Absolutely loved it. Buzzing for that. And I'm actually doing two more in the next two months. I'm doing... Um, scaffold pike i'm going to go to the top of and watch the sunrise come up there in at the end of the month and then mid-october i'm going to go and do penny fan and see the sun coming up on there so but more about those on the phase three phase three episode coming soon um but i came down with covid a week ago but week coming after the, literally on the tuesday when i came back from snowden felt really tired on the monday just put it down to being a long weekend a lot of activity and then tested positive on the tuesday um it was all around my throat this time, sore throat, body aches, glands up and just quite relieved it didn't go to my chest. It didn't feel it went to my chest, which I was quite relieved about after having long COVID last year. So really, really relieved that it didn't drop down to my chest. Uh, tested negative on Monday and I went out for a trail on Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon and had a great time. Really good, felt strong, my breathing felt really well. Legs were a bit tired, my heart rate was up a bit, but you know, hadn't done anything for a week, so what would you expect? But such a huge relief that my breathing was great. My breathing was felt really good. So really pleased with that. So we've got less than two weeks to go on phase two. Two more things to go. Um, I've got the, the Goodwood Half this coming Sunday, 17th. Um, that's a bit of a surprise. I'd entered a 10K race, but then found out that for the Great South 10-mile race, which I've entered as one of my qualifier races for it to try and be an England Masters 50 next year that you had to run a half marathon prior to that so you've got to finish in the top three in your age group at the Great South but have run a sub 82.30 half marathon before then um, so I changed my distance for the 10k up to the half marathon not run a half marathon for a while in a race 82.30 I think before Covid it would have been yeah that's cool I can do that it's a bit of a tempo effort and enjoy that but I just don't know come Sunday a little bit of anxiety around that whether I can do that but we'll see let's see it's about 6 minute 15 pace let's see what happens anyway and then the southeast road relays on the 23rd looking forward to that running that in with AFD my running club it's just down the road at Rushmore so a bit of fun running with club mates and see how that goes so yeah and, and then I'm off to the lakes on the Sunday 24th working at an event at the end of the week but then I'm off to have two or three days up there just exploring, doing some work, some remote work on my laptop whilst I'm up there, but getting out and exploring the lakes a bit whilst I'm up there having fun. So that's really where I'm at with phase two. So lessons learned really was that after the fan dance, really, it really, really made me realise I like events that really challenge you, really push you out of your comfort zone. 
things like the fan dance, things like hard trail running. So that's definitely something I'm looking at doing more of, particularly next year. And I've actually got three events that I'm hopefully going to be entering soon, which will give me those that sort of longer term goals to start aiming towards. Um, but I definitely lost my way on phase two, definitely lost my way along the way there. Things just didn't go as I wanted them to. And then those little dominoes kept falling over. One thing didn't work out, it just knocked into another one and my mind just wasn't in the right place. I didn't have that good self-discipline, I didn't have that structure in place. All the things I know, if you have those there, that's what brings you the results and that's what I just didn't have. And I sort of lost the love for road running a bit as well. And again, that comes back to that trails, wanting to be more on the trails more. So yeah, road running will be something I'll still be keeping on doing. But I think more I want to get on the trails and I want to put a structure about my training in place that gets me out on the trails as much as I possibly can. Um, I need those exciting events and activities to be in place. I need them to be there. I need those things in there for me to train towards. So I need to put them to put my thinking cap on, on on what I can do. I've already got a trip planned up to Penny Fan mid-October, taking my daughters up there to hike the Penny Fan horseshoe. So that's going to be great fun. But I need to look at some other stuff between now and the end of the year. Some exciting things to get involved in. And that's that. But as I said, uh, we'll be recording another episode next week. that Which will be all around phase three. What I'm going to do in phase three to take me up to the end of the year. Um, but yeah, looking forward to getting some exciting things to do. Some new challenges to get me to, you know, so I get to the end of the year. And then I've got those three months up to March when I'm going to be 50. And then looking beyond that as what I'm going to do as a 50 year old runner. It's going to be a lot of trails involved, I know that. It's going to be some lots of exciting challenges, races involved. And then it's also trying to obviously compete at those England Masters events as well, just to really push myself. So there we go. We're back. The podcast is back. If there's anything you'd like to hear more of on these podcasts, maybe you want to come on and have a chat about if you're someone that sort of got to your, coming up to your 40s, coming up to your 50s, and you found that you need that bit more challenge. What have you done? Maybe you want to come on and do, do a chat. We can do a little interview be really great to hear from other people so anyway there we go so look out for the next episode coming soon which will be all about what i'm going to be doing in phase three